Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, unwanted pets and relatives, it's Mr. Palumbo on our very first official mailbag episode. I'm so excited about this. I got an email, uh, one email. That's how popular Professor Liberty is. But hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. So we will take our one email and by golly, we will make an episode out of it. I do want to share that these mailbags are going to be more opinion based. So for those of you who really appreciate the educational side of things and the more intellectual side of things, where we try to take a more neutral stance and we just look at the facts, this is not that show. This is Mr. Palumbo riffing and uh, giving you what he thinks personally regarding whatever it is you guys ask. Now, I'm going to try my stream of consciousness approach. However, that has gotten me in trouble in the classroom, and it has gotten me trouble elsewhere. So I have to say this is probably going to be, uh, this is not going to be pure. This is probably going to be edited, but we'll see how it goes. All right, our email comes from Denise Mispelli. Uh, Denise is not a stranger. She's actually a former colleague of mine, a fellow social studies teacher, and a fellow patriot. So thank you, Denise, for taking the time to write me. Here's what she says. Hey, congrats on the new podcast. Not surprising to you, I imagine. I'm pretty sure the old algorithm seems to be throttling the for shizzle out of your page. I happen to see your shared post about the 100 downloads on the podcast, and I went to Professor Liberty page and realized I've only seen about one out of every 15 posts. Cursing emoji. For the mailbag, I thought it might be interesting to talk about social and tech overlords. Well, that's uh, quite the first way to start this mailbag is talking about social and tech overlords. You know, when I first read that, I thought to myself, uh, why why do people always want to control other people? There's just this, there's this struggle of history between those that want freedom and those that want to control. And I think censorship is part of that control. In a free society, if we are freely engaging in a competition of ideas and and values and arguments, uh, nobody can really take control. Okay, now follow me on this. If you, if you want to control people, you have to control the narrative. And to control the narrative, you have to shut down any opposing views. I think we have reached the point now with this uh, censorship by the media uh, by the tech, by big tech, and now I even see corporations getting involved. Uh, some of this is money-based, okay? Some of this is money-based. You know, I remember when, uh, what was it, Chevron came out with the Volt, and there was that commercial with the guy, and he's in, he's in suburbia, and he's got his Volt. So this polar bear travels from the North Pole all the way down to Main Street, suburbia, he sees the guy with the vault and he hugs him. The polar bear hugs him. Okay, now if that's not propaganda, I don't know what is, but do you really think Chevy cares about the environment? No, Chevy cares about profit. And what's hip right now is caring about the environment. Where am I going with this? 
There is a narrative out there that is allowed now. And if you're not in that narrative, if you don't prescribe to the narrative, you will be shut down. I'm sure my page gets throttled. I mean, I see how many people uh, it reaches and it's like 15 people or 30 people. And that's, that's, that's frustrating. What am I saying that is so controversial? What am I saying that, that is so uh, destructive for people to hear, so divisive? Encouraging people to think for themselves, encouraging people to question, research, know why you know things. How is that controversial? How is that being for the rule of law, being for the Constitution, loving your country, standing up for justice? These are controversial topics. Why? Well, in there lies the real reason. That one word. Why? Now, when we're young, you know, why is kind of like resistance and rebellion when we're kids, right? Why? Why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? And the person in power, your mom, your dad, we, they hate. Why? Just do it. Right? This is the same thing that happened with Socrates. Socrates would not stop asking why. And the people in Greece, those in power, resented him. He's corrupting the youth, they said. He's got to go. We've got to get rid of him because he won't stop asking why. I would share with you the things that I share on my page and in my material and my teaching material is something that was widely accepted 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. So I I don't understand what what they're so scared of other than they want to control. If you want to control the people, you have to control the narrative. And one way you have to control the narrative is you have to condition people to stop asking why. Any challenge, any critical thought is going to be a threat to the establishment, especially if the narrative is false. I want you guys to know this. Think about this, okay? Think about this. Any narrative in history, be it religious or scientific or political, any narrative that is based on a falsehood has to be enforced using violence, intimidation, and suppression. That's always been the case. And so how do we fight back, ladies and gentlemen? We keep talking, we keep questioning, we keep doing those things that we know involve freedom, freedom of conscience, freedom of thought, freedom of speech. Free speech means unpopular speech. And we have a whole generation of people growing up now that literally believe violence is being done to them because their feelings are hurt. But I'm not going to be, as George Washington said, lambs led to the slaughter once free speech is gone. No, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep using my platforms and my education and my position to get people to question. Question everything. Question everything. Why are they doing this? Why is the government doing this?
I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. Power corrupts. As far as how do we fight back against the censorship of corporations and media, well, there's really only two things we can do. Number one, we need to find other avenues. The reason uh, they can censor is because they hold a monopoly over most of the public square. So we need to find other avenues, more competition. That's why they want to shut down platforms like Parler, because they want to have the control to decide who gets to say what. So we can do that, and then we can boycott. Boycotts work. If you really, like I said earlier, does Chevy really care about the environment? No. Chevy cares about perception. Chevy cares about uh, what's hot, what's 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 going down, what's popular. So another thing you can do is you cannot give them your money. One of the things that we we forget about with civil rights is the Montgomery bus boycott worked because money is green. There might be white people and black people, but all money is green, and green is what runs the world. So anyways, guys, this is, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. This was awesome. I hope I made sense. Thank you, Denise, for sending me the email. Until next time, boys and girls, stay fresh. Stay fresh.